0: Welcome to Thrive, your agency resource, the only podcast for creative, media, and technology leaders who are ready to dive deeper into conscious leadership and agency growth. I'm your host, Kelly Campbell. Thrive is brought to you by Accessibility, the leading web accessibility solutions provider. Join thousands of agencies that are already incorporating web inclusivity into their service offerings visit accessibility.com today. Welcome back to Thrive, your agency resource. On the last episode, I had an incredibly moving and really heartfelt conversation with Tony Cope over at myriad. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. If you didn't get a chance to catch it, just go back to episode 129. On today's show though, I'm actually joined by Amanda Canners, who is the partner success team leader at accessibility. My amazing sponsor for this podcast and honestly a company that I'm honored to be in partnership with. So welcome, Amanda. I'm so excited to have you on the show today.
1: Thanks, Kelly. Super excited to be here. So looking at, forward to talking more about accessibility.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So at Accessibility, what I understand is that you see agencies sort of as change makers for inclusivity in the world. And I love your stance. I think the meaning or the, the real crux behind that is that agencies have the ability to change mindset due to their influence on brands and organizations that they work with, right? You call it the inclusivity revolution, and I love that. So can you talk a little bit more about that to start?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We are working with thousands of agency partners at Accessibility. all different types of agencies from web developers, designers, SEO, marketing, even lawyers can be agency partners at Accessibility. But really, it's anybody who has the influence to help make accessibility more accessible, no pun intended, but to the general public as well. We see our agency partners as people who can influence other businesses to do the right thing as well. And we've had a lot of really successful partnership so far with accessibility?
0: So I think one of the things that a lot of agencies and maybe just consumers in general believe Mm -hmm. that accessibility is kind of a a niche market. And I want to kind of dispel that myth a little bit because it's not true. Accessibility impacts about 25% of the population worldwide, right? One in four people have some form of disability. So Mm -hmm. in terms of inclusivity, What do you think about this need? We talked a little bit before the show, this need to add an A to the DEI or DEIB acronym. Totally relevant in today's climate, but curious to hear your thoughts about that.
1: Absolutely. I agree 100%. I loved that conversation beforehand. DEI is not only the right thing to do, but it has become very, very hot button issue, especially in 2022. A lot of the population is considered disabled. People think of disabled only as very, very severe disabilities. But the WCAG, or the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines, and the AS disabilities from blindness, motor impairments, all the way to ADHD, they even consider aging a disability really is over 25% of the population. anyone can be impacted by it. So adding accessibility into the diversity equity inclusion landscape is not just recommended, but it seems actually necessary at this point for sure. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So you talked about kind of doing the right thing. When you are working with agencies and having the conversations, what are the three things that you typically advise agencies to do when they are interested in sort of doing the right thing?
1: Great question. Well, typically agencies come to us for one of the reasons as well. First, obviously, would be doing the right thing. You know, just typically agencies want to do the right thing for their clients. They want to do the right thing for their clients' clients as well. So the first one would really be doing the right thing, D-E-I-A. The second would really be peace of mind to avoid litigation. That would be a really big reason why people come to us as well. And then, of course, the ROI of inclusivity. I know you've discussed a little bit about this as well, but the disabled population has a massive buying power as well. And they are a very, very brand loyal population. So typically, even when introducing as an agency, when introducing this to your clients, they'll sit in one of those three buckets as well.
0: Mm -hmm. So you're often having those conversations. And then if they are coming in with one of those particular buckets or concerns, you're also talking about the other two as well.
1: Absolutely. Everything needs to be noted. Uh, It's important to kind of see the whole picture when it comes to accessibility. Accessibility goes hand in hand with compliance as well. Obviously, doing the right thing is one thing, but there is legality and liability, of course, that surrounds web accessibility as well.
0: For sure. And I would imagine, and I think, you know, I've heard this anecdotally from agencies that I've worked with over the years, and even when I had my own, the technology of accessibility can... Used to be, mm. sorry, I was going to say can be, but used to be pretty daunting. There was a lot of like manual code editing. There was a lot of, you sure. know, necessity to have a really specialized developer who understood accessibility and all of these things. But there's really no more excuse for that because there's such a simplicity now in some of the solutions that are much more. Tech friendly, business friendly. Do you have a couple of examples of agencies that you've worked with where you've seen like a really kind of transformative mindset shift in, oh, this is something that was daunting in the past for us. Maybe now we need to kind of get on board with the fact that there are new solutions and now they've become like advocates in a way. Anything like that? I would imagine that there had to be a couple of stories Mm -hmm. like that.
1: Absolutely. Well, there's definitely a few that come to mind right away. I do have one that kind of just jumps to the forefront of my mind. I have an agency partner, a larger agency that was doing manual remediation since the dawn of time, really since the internet existed, since people had websites. They thought that this is the only way to do things. And it takes them thousands of dollars as well. So they thought that this was the only way to do things. Upon actually using the access widget and seeing how things can work, they realized that there's an other side of things as well. It doesn't have to be done manually. Although we never bash manual work, we are a full web accessibility suite as well. So really what we say is it doesn't matter as much how you do it as long as you do it.
0: Right. Did you know that one out of 5 people in the US is living with some form of disability? I'm proud to partner with Accessibility as they work toward the mission of making the web accessible to everyone. It's time to prioritize inclusivity. Ensure that your own website and your client sites can be accessed by all and that they're ADA compliant. Head over to accessibility.com forward slash thrive to learn more about their agency partner program. Now, back to the show. And so, um, in that agency's or other agencies' situations, They had one mindset kind of coming into the situation Mm -hmm. or into the partnership with you, realized that there were other solutions. And then now do you find that they are even more so advocates for this within their own agency, but also for their clients as well?
1: Absolutely. There's another side of it too. Manual work can be because there's the more human aspect of things. It can be wonderful. But with our solution, with an automated solution, you're actually giving the end user the opportunity to make adjustments to your website based off of their specific disability. Mm -hmm. So instead of designing a website with assumptions in mind of what somebody wants or needs, you're actually allowing them to make the adjustments based off of their specific impairment or disability. So it really opened a lot of people's eyes to, you know, we don't need this simple black and white website, white background, black design, you can still design and you can still develop these beautiful, great websites, and you can still make them inclusive and accessible for everybody.
0: I think that's a great point because I would also imagine that when you're getting on different phone calls with agency clients, if you do have, let's say, a creative director or an art director Mm -hmm. or a CMO on the call, one of their concerns might be, well, does this mean that we have to kind of relinquish or pull back our creativity? And the answer from what you're saying is absolutely not. You can design to your heart's content and then add this automated solution or a hybrid solution that you have. So that people that are actually using the site, visitors, consumers, customers, et cetera, can customize their own experience. But for the other 75% of the population, they're going to see exactly what you've designed in mind. Is that right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Our founders were actually designers and developers themselves uh, in Israel a while back. Yeah. So they started with a design and development marketing type of firm. This actually became a very, very strict law in Israel before it became a law or any type of legislation anywhere else. They saw right away that if they weren't designing inclusive websites or accessible websites, there was a chance it could fall back on them when it came to the law. And they also saw that they wanted to design these beautiful, exciting, wonderful websites, and they didn't want to let um, or to compromise that. They wanted to allow everyone to experience the website in the way that they need to experience it, essentially.
0: Yeah, I had no idea of that. So that actually yeah. is interesting because I don't think, so I definitely didn't know that, but I don't think we've actually talked about this on the show yeah. either with Rafi or Josh from accessibility in the past. And I think that is a big concern for a lot of agencies, you know, that myth or that kind of false narrative that they have that, as you said before, it's got to be a white website with black text and we throw our creativity out the window. And it's just not true. So I think that that's probably also a little bit more of peace of mind on the the creativity of things. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that you brought that up. Thank you. Of course. So what is the final takeaway here, right? Like when we're thinking about, accessibility and inclusivity and it being the right thing to do, it being good for business. There's so many benefits to this. What would you say your most significant takeaway would be for the agencies who are or agency leaders who are listening or watching?
1: I would say the most significant takeaway is just that by automating the process, adding in AI and you know simplifying things, it's really just made it a no-brainer. It's not a win-win situation for you and your clients. It's a win-win-win situation for you, your clients and their clients as well, or their website users. Uh, we've made it replaced kind of the old-fashioned, more archaic way of doing things and made it really accessible, no pun intended, but accessible to all.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, Amanda, I really appreciate your joining me on the show today. This has been a great conversation and we'll definitely put a link to com forward slash thrive into the show notes. Thanks again.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you watch or listen. And a final note of gratitude to the official sponsor of Thrive, Accessibility, the leading web accessibility solutions provider. Learn more about the win-win proposition and keep your clients' websites inclusive and compliant. Be sure to check out their partner program for your agency today at accessibility.com forward slash thrive.